Hey, good evening, everybody. It is Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022. Uh, very excited to be here, starting off, kicking off Black History Month. You know, I, I really do go hard for my alma mater, and that's Georgia State University. And right now, I definitely got to plug them, because I don't know if you know, but of all the institutions in the United States of America, Georgia State University graduates more black uh, students than any of the other ones. So I just thought that was very interesting. Even though it's a PWI, I definitely got that experience that uh, allowed me to embrace my culture. And, you know, I'm also very happy to kick off Black History Month on the Transportation and Logistics Clubhouse with the brother who has helped shift our culture, uh, educating young brothers and sisters that, you know, working a trade job. I mean, it's not it's let me just say it like this. Uh, a trade job such as a truck driver can be so much more uh, that it's the individual mindset that holds the key to your future. So I'm very pleased and honored to welcome Brother Ramel Wiley. Hey, Brother Wiley, how you feeling today, sir? What's good, my brother? How are you? I'm cool, man. Cool. And just great to have you here. I, I just said your name, but if you could, please give us a, a brief introduction about who you are, brother. Oh, man. Ramel Wiley host and creative truck and hustle podcast uh the dopest trucking podcast in the world where we interview hey. the, the dopest uh entrepreneurs in the trucking industry transportation logistics uh so forth and so on man that's that's the high level right there yes sir yes sir well look man i appreciate you for joining and for the folks who don't know uh essentially i've learned so much from uh brother Ramel uh without seeing what this brother had going on there's no way that i'd be doing this so i did want to just yeah it's, it's no doubt about it man it's no doubt about it so uh i just I'm, I'm very grateful to have you here and uh you know you do have Truck and Hustle, okay? Yeah, yeah. How many episodes have been released to date? Uh, 126 as of this Tuesday. As of this Tuesday, 126, man. Wow. Congratulations. Let me just say that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. That's yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I told you when I saw you, I was like, look, if I can be guest number 200 or something, you know, <laughs> I'd be happy, you know. So, I mean, I'm still on track. I, I still got some some growing to do, but I do plan on being one of those guests, um, you know. But at this point, your body of work, 126 released episodes you know it kind of speaks for itself like what inspires you to keep on interviewing folks like keeping those interviews coming well um well first thank you man for having me on your platform man this this is really dope uh, i haven't really been on clubhouse in, in quite some time so you know uh it is I'm, I'm you know just coming back to to, the, to this vibe or whatever so I'm, i gotta get used to it again but to talk about just really the inspiration for just truck and hustle man it's it's it, it you know I'm 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 an entrepreneur and I've also been in the transportation uh, industry for almost 20 years. You know I've 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 kind of seen it all. I've I've done you know I've I've done multiple jobs. I've worked in corporate. I've worked for small mom and pop companies uh, all the way to some of the you know largest mega carriers that you know people have heard of. That's pretty popular. And in addition to that, I started my own business in 2015. So I have a pretty vast trucking background, but. You can never stop learning, right? Anybody in this room and, and anybody in the industry or just in business in general, you know, you have to always continuously learn and continue to educate yourself. 
And, uh, you know, I was always a big podcast listener. I, I love podcasts and I love the, the median and the platform. And just the way it kind of speaks to you is really intimate. And you could really just kind of like get to know the, 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 the host and get to know the, the guests that, you know, people bring on depending on, you know, the format of the podcast. And I just always loved the median. So, you know, I started listening to podcasts probably 10 years ago, but it was, you know, more so, you know, things about just business in general and, and e-commerce and other things that piqued my interest. So, you know, just one day I, I just thought to myself, man, I would love to create a, a podcast. And, and, you know, I wanted to just do something on entrepreneurship in general at first just to kind of talk about it and, 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 and build something. But, you know, I was like, man, just, just the business mind of me was saying, you know, in order to create something, you have to really niche down. You have to be more specific. In order to build an audience, you have to create a niche for yourself. And it was, you know, just putting two and two together there was no better niche than the thing that I've been doing most of my life, you know, for, for, for half my life or at that point. So I said, listen, I'm going to do a trucking podcast. I, and I did my research and just really saw what was out there. A lot of the other, the other things that were out there in terms of, you know, media for, for, for transportation. Number one, there's not a lot of media for transportation, right? And anything that you do see out there is going to be more so, you know, it, it, it's kind of over a lot of people's heads if you're not in the industry. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything that was really speaking to me. Right. I didn't, I didn't want to create something that was, you know, really deep and talking about, you know, spot markets and and that type of because, you know, to me, if you're not if you're not involved in the industry, that's going to you know, that's going to go over your head. So I said, let me create something that could attract people to the industry and that could also tell stories that could also inspire people. You know, I, I love just having conversations with strangers. I love learning about people. I love talking about entrepreneurship. And this is just the podcast is what I do in my everyday life. I just, you know, started recording it. So honestly, I just kind of, you know, put put pen to paper, just came up with an idea, concept. You know, I put the hip hop twist on it because I am a a, a hip hop baby. I I love (laughs) love music. I used to rap when I was young. Um, I thought I was going to be a rapper when I I got older, but I never quite, you know, made it to that to that point in in my career. So, um, you know, I I just kind of was able to use my voice doing this. So it was dope because I was able to take some things, you know, from a past life and then mix it with you know, my, my current life and then create this podcast. And, you know, I started that and started it in 2019 for people who don't know July, 2019, you know, my first guest was, was actually somebody who I worked with and, and, and saw, I actually saw his maturation into entrepreneurship and he saw mine. Like we both, you know, came up, became entrepreneurs around the same time, but kind of like on a different side of the coin. And we worked together at a job, you know, I was his dispatcher. So he was my first guest his name is Dante Dean. And I brought him on because I thought it'd be really dope just to set it off like that. And, you know, we had a dope discussion. If y'all ever get a chance, go back to that first episode and you'll kind of hear our discussion. And, and that was it. It was just really organic. And I was just really telling him how proud I was of him of making that transition from being a company driver to actually, you know, buying his own truck. And mm-hmm. just talking to him about, you know, how he wanted to take it to the next level and his plans and so forth and so on. So we started there and then, you know, I, I reached out to a few more friends and then we started building, man. It started becoming some interest. Um, I started reaching out to just influencers and people who I saw that were, you know, you know, just 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 talking about trucking, which there wasn't really a lot at that time. It seems with, like within the last two years, trucking really became sexy, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know. But uh, at that time, there was there were people definitely talking about it, but w- it wasn't a lot. So I started really looking around social media and seeing who was, you know, really talking about trucking and, and, and their business and just started um, just just reaching out to people randomly. And, you know, one of my biggest shows probably at that time was probably Hood Estates. I always show love to them because, you know, they mm-hmm. were 
they were making a lot of noise on social media and talking about like, you know, leasing on your truck and, and, and way to, ways to create money passively in trucking. And I reached out to them, you know, not knowing them. Um, and they and they responded to me right away. They was like, yeah, I'll do your show. And I think that was the first time that like really gave my show some trajectory, like in terms of like a lot of people like starting to see it because they had a big following. And, you know, it just started really like like snowballing from there and like really growing. And then it just started to grow orga- organically. And then I just started like really just reaching out to different people. And, and, you know, now here we are today to where, you know, we ain't got to reach out no more, man. Now the inbox is crazy and, and right. everybody wants to be on the show, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's just become like that kind of like that rite of passage, man. It's like, you know, you on truck and hustle, you official, you stamp. And I'm just so blessed to be in position to have a platform that people love so much and, 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 and give that kind of credit to and appreciate like that. So, that's really like the like that's 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 it, man. That's kind of the story of how everything kind of got started to where we're at now. Hey, man, thank you so much for going through that. I mean, that's exactly what I was looking for. And <laughs> I could, you're a professional. You know, I didn't even have to ask one question. You know, I had I had I had a list of questions that I'm talking about. You checked off four of them. <laughs> All right. well, I mean, we, we, we could also always dive into them or iterate or whatever, whatever, you know, folks want to know, feel free, man. I'm an I'm a open book. So. You know, I don't really get an opportunity to share my story too much because I'm always really focusing on others. And that's right. really what I like to do. That's my comfort zone. I, I like putting the light on other people. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more quiet and just reserved. And I just like to I like to bring the best out of people. That's that's really my passion to, to, to ask the right questions and to and to and to give people the opportunity to, opportunity to shine. So, I mean, yeah, feel free, man. If, if I answer a question, you could always go deeper into it or whatever. However you want to make it happen. I'm, I'm here, man. All right. All right. So, look, let me just ask this. I mean, do all brothers from up north, do they have like rap aspirations early? <laughs> you know, because I, I, I knew that was you on the I knew that was you on the intro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think so. I mean, you know, I, I was I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I moved to New Jersey early. But like my well, I moved to the suburbs in New Jersey. So I was born in a city in Brooklyn. Um, East 43rd Flatbush and you know we have really deep roots in hip hop so like Busta Rhymes was from my neighborhood like Chub Rock, Special Ed uh, 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 UTFO like all these guys you know they, they were from my neighborhood they lived like right around the corner so my both of my brothers were rap were rappers you know amongst other things rappers and, right. and, and did a whole bunch of other illegal activities but um, you know so so I came up in, in, in the music uh, and, um, you know, so it was always ingrained, ingrained in me from a very young age, you know, I, I, and then like when I when I moved to Jersey, I moved to a small suburb uh, called Heistown. That was kind of like a mixed, uh, a, a real it actually was East Windsor outside of Heistown, but I went to Heistown High School. But either way, it was really mixed. Like, you know, you had, you know, people from all walks of life, people from all different right. places and all that. So that was a blessing for me because I got to come up around a lot of different people and just kind of looking back on that, that kind of helped me in terms of being able to relate to, to any and everybody, you know, because I came up around any, any and everybody. I had friend, I had white friends, I had black friends, I had, you know, friends that were Asian, you know, Indians, all of that. And, and, and I was cool with everybody. I was that guy who just, you know, if you were good people, you had good energy, I would rock with you. It didn't really matter, like, you know, who you were, where you came from. So, um, so yeah, to answer the rap question, man, like, I, you know, I always have been in the music and I think that is something that has to do with the up north vibe because as you know, hip hop originated out here, man. right, right, man, like in the Bronx, whoever, whoever wants to take the credit. So everybody comes <laughs> up either wanting to rap or play ball, and I did both. I did both well. I rap and I play ball, 
but rap was I was I was pretty good. Like if you ask people that I came up with, like lyrically, like I was really nice. Like I I, I could have definitely if I would have pursued a rap career. I'm not trying to tap myself with yeah. like that. <laughs> but if I'd have really been serious about it and really honed into it, I would have I would have made it like to a, a, a certain point. You know what I'm saying? But the dope thing is I'm blessed to be able to still use my voice. I could put my music out there from you know 2010 and 2009 and still throw it on the pod, and y'all can hear my voice and not even know you're hearing it. So you know it's 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 dope. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I appreciate that. And look, I want to do something right now. I want to put you on the hot seat, right? Yeah. I'm just going to ask you a series of questions, you know, just say it's this one or that one. Just your opinion. Nothing serious. Just quick answers. Okay. Yep. yep, All right. So let's start with, all right, Biggie Smalls or Jay-Z? Jay-Z. All right. Brooklyn Nets or New York Knicks? I don't care. Oh, okay. Lemon pepper, uh, excuse me, buffalo wings or lemon pepper wet? I don't eat meat. What, man? <laughs> all right, all right. I don't eat meat, so you got to talk to me about fish. Uh, you got you to come at me with, like, salmon or, like, Chilean sea bass or something like that. All right, salmon or a red snapper? It depends on where I'm at. So regular, regular every day I'm doing red snapper if I'm at the West Indian restaurant. But um, but that that's, like, a special treat, but more more consistently salmon. I got you. But it got to be the right cut of salmon because I am i don't do the fillets. I like the salmon steaks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you know what you like. I'm not mad at it. Fast. All right. Lastly, Matthew Stafford in the L.A. Rams or Joe Burrow in Cincinnati Bengals? You, you're talking to me about sports. I'm not really a sports guy, but... um. Yeah, the last time I watched sports, I was Barry Sanders was playing, bro. I'm not. I'm not going to even lie to you. Look, the funny thing is, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been so focused. These are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so focused on transportation, logistics, and dispatching. I don't. I haven't watched a game, brother. Real talk. I tell people like, don't ask me about sports because it's not my thing. Like I said in the night, like the like the late nineties, I could tell you about sports. Like I, that's when I was following basketball. I was following. All of that. But like when people talking about all these trades, the only time I hear about sports is when I'm sitting getting my hair cut and I and some and they watching like, you know, uh what's the guy, my man who talked crazy? Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. All that. <laughs> that that's when I really I really hear like the updates on sports. Aside from that, my, I'm really not into sports, man. Like on my free time, I'm like more of like a like a Netflix guy. I'll catch up on like a dope series or something like that. Like right now I'm I'm, I'm watching Euphoria, that crazy, crazy show. And um, I'm watching Power Power Book, and um, you know, or I catch up on like some old like uh, like like The Wire, or I, I check out uh, what's my joint with my man um, Walter White. Um, oh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Like those are the kind of shows I like. So that that's if if I'm spending free time, if I'm not working or I'm not like trying to create content or thinking up like business ideas or something like that, I'm 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 diving in like a dope movie or something like that. Um, you know, me and my wife will chill. We watch like scary movies or whatever, but I'm not really a sports guy, man. It's, you know what, you know what happened for me? Like as soon as like sports, like it seems like there was a, 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 tur- a turning point where sports, like it really started becoming about the money. It was always yeah. about the money, but like there was a, 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 a pivot to where like, you know, when, 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 when LeBron and them started teaming up and they started having all these super teams and like, like when, when I was younger, like somebody would play on a team for their whole career. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they would start with that team and they would end with that team. So now it's like, it's like people are trading teams every year, every, I I can't keep up. So I just really like fell out of love with like this, just the whole vibe of what sports is. And, you know, it just doesn't interest me the way it once did, but I still love, like, I love basketball. 
Um, you know, if, if if I have an opportunity to get on the court and play, I, I don't mind playing. They'll probably bust my ass because I'm terrible right now. You know, <laughs> I don't rusty. weight and all that. I, I used to be nice back in the day, but, you know, the body don't move like it used to. Right, um, right. And I joined this men's league, and I quickly found that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but but I, I love I still love ball. So if I get a chance to watch some ball, I'll watch it. But for the most part, I'm not watching sports, bro. So like you said, Matthew Stafford and somebody else. I don't even know who the other cat is. I couldn't even tell you. Is that I, two, two bowl guys? Something like that? Uh, right, right, right. He's a young cat that's uh, got a lot of hype around him. Uh, I think he's pretty talented. But again, I might have seen one college game and never seen an NFL game where he played. But uh, he do got a little style. I can't even lie to you. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but you know, back in the Salute to both of them. I don't, I don't really know none of them or what they know what they do like that. All right, probably on this call, like yo, this dude don't watch sports. He wow. No, that's yeah. all good, man. Yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, but the funny thing is, there is a there's a standing invitation between myself and Demarco. So we got a hoop session coming up. So next time you in Atlanta, just holler at us. Hold up, Marco play ball. I didn't even know he played ball. Yeah, I know, brother. I know he tall, but I didn't know he could he could hoop. Yeah, he said he plays, so we yeah, we gonna do it. Say they play. <laughs> <laughs> I say I play too. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, yeah. I, I gotta talk to him about that. Yeah, man, I, I didn't know he played ball. You and you ball too? Yeah, I play a little bit, but it's more for fun. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, it's for so that fun. Means, so that means you trash? Is that what? No, nah, that means that I've I've lost to only a, a select few of people one on one in my life, but I've never been the person that's saying I'm the I'm the best thing walking. So, but, it's but a, the but the important part is who are those select people? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. They're you talented know, folks. They're talented you know, folks. You know, you, if you if you handpicking your fights like Floyd Mayweather, you know, I don't know. No, 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 no. No, we good, man. But nah, no, I can't wait. With you. I'm messing with you. Right. But look, let me ask this. All right. So when it comes down to it, why is it important to highlight the people who you're highlighting on your on your uh, on your platform? Uh, man, it's so important because, you know, otherwise I feel I feel as though they, they wouldn't get the, the, the proper, you know, the, the proper recognition that they deserve. You know, the, the proper um, the pat on the back, you know, for for their hard work. And, and, and I think it's just. It, it, I, like I like you know, there's a saying like giving a voice to the voiceless, and 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 by no right. means are these people voiceless because they you know they it, it, in 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 their circles and in their islands you know they they killing it they doing their thing you know what I'm saying so they have a voice but I want to put you know regular people quote unquote on a platform just like we put you know celebrities or you know ball players on a platform that's what I wanted to create with Truck and Hustle like create a platform for blue collar people you know because. You know, we do. And the thing is, at the end of the day, like, you know, our kids, you know, look up to celebrities or look up to people that they see on TV, look up to people that they see on YouTube. Right. So we have to, you know, give them a balance and show them reality as well as, you know, the fictional side of things. Right. Like you can be whoever you look up to, whether it's LeBron James or, or all of this. But the chances of you being LeBron James are a lot less slim than being DeMarco, you know what I'm saying? You right. could be DeMarco with some hard work. You feel me? Right. But um, you, you could be, I see my man Blue Collar. You could be Blue Collar CEO with some hard work. Uh, but to be LeBron, you got to be one out of about a billion. So right. it, it might not happen. So we need to start putting more of those faces out there and, and start, you know, highlighting people like that because that's more tangible. That's 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 more realistic. And I mean, by any means, everybody should shoot for the stars and, and, and be and try to be whoever they want to be in this life. 
But, you know, we need to start showing people that there's other ways to, 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 to get out here and be successful, man. And, and it doesn't have to always have to lead down that path that's, you know, what everybody shows as what's uh, a success, you know, quote unquote success. So, so that's really it. I, that, I think that's that's why that is important. If that answers your question. Oh, definitely. It definitely answers okay. my question. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you for elaborating on that. You know, I thank you personally for being an example, because I didn't know anything about this lane. Like I said, at the beginning of this discussion until I saw what you had going on, you know what I mean? And then I saw like you were really thriving and I'm like, OK, this is very, very interesting. And for those same reasons, like this is obtainable. You just got to have some hard work, some determination, some grit, you know, to to, to do it, um, you know, but now that I'm here, uh, I'm seeing things, um, I'm experiencing things. And, you know, I noticed that uh, the black voices in logistics, you know, trucking, transportation, logistics, all the three, it's kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll say it like this. I, I went to a, con- a conference and there were well over 20 speakers and none of them were black. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, how we can get more folks like in the mainstream of logistics, like black voices being heard out here? How do you do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think we have to create more of our own platforms. I mean, okay. because at the end of the day, in, in, in order for us to, 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 to put a spotlight on our own community and to put the emphasis on our own community, we have to have the platforms to put people from our own community on. We can't depend on other platforms to do it you know it's nice it's it's nice when it's done and, it, and it's great and you and you want to think that it's always going to be fair and, and there's going to be equity in, in, in those in, in in all the platforms and we're going to get those looks but that's not always the case so i think it's important for us to have platforms that are black owned you know what i mean and and and, and be able to get put ourselves in position to be able to spoke but but more importantly we have to support our platforms so that they could thrive and that they could grow uh, you know, so we keep on doing what we do. So we have to support the creators. We got to support the people who are trying to create the platforms like yourself. You know, people got to show up to, to, to these things and, and and we have to support each other and continue to build build each other up. Because, I mean, 100 percent, we are a minority in this country as well as this industry. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the numbers itself, obviously, because we're a minority in the industry, it's less of us. But we have to just have strength and unity and create platforms to where we can we can get on and we can have a voice. So I think that's the that's that's the that's the first thing, man. Create create your own platform, man. And and then once we start creating more platforms, we support each other, we support each other's platforms and we build each other up. Yes, sir. I think that support is the biggest thing. You know, I remember when you first made that transition over to Patreon, I was like, uh, you know, give me that membership, please. You know, I don't even whatever, whatever the premium one is. Is that the black one? Yeah. Yeah. You know, sign me up, you know, just yeah. because I respect what you got going on and support is so important when you're, you, you know, you're making a way when you're, you're paving a way for other people, you need that support up front. So yeah, I think you hit it right on the head and to say you know to transition a little bit you know I feel as though by our actions we've also supported in other ways like you and I we met for the very first time you know very impromptu like at the truck and millionaires tour so you know shout out to Kiara shout out to this brother Marcus that's in the audience right now uh and and also shout out to this this one lady Danny P look literally she is the secret weapon like I talk to her all the time. I met her there. She has so much juice. It don't make no sense. But, uh, you know what I mean? So 
All right, so we got the Truck and Millionaires Tour. Then you and I saw each other again at the She Truck and Expo in Chattanooga. So that's another situation that is, you know, putting on by our culture. And last, you know, so shout out to Sheree right there and yep. our and our brother Thomas, you know. Um, and lastly, but not least, the Leading Ladies of Logistics Conference back in November. So, you know, I feel as though we're doing our part to support, you know, uh, these conferences and showing up as much as we can. So I just, you know, if anything, I just want the folks to hear, like, you know, you just got to show up for each other, um, you know, in this situation. How do you feel about that? Nah, I agree 100 percent, man. Um, you know, like you said, we 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 bumped heads at all those conferences and anything that's going on, especially that's put on by our culture. I, I want to be there. You know, and I think we need to also have a more of a presence on things that aren't, you know, put on by our culture as well. You know, we need to show up to those as well and show that we have a voice and show that we have power and numbers and show that we're here. You know, we're, we're, we're here and we're going to represent. So, yeah, I think 100 percent, you know, I try to make it out to what, what whatever is, is going on, you know, especially if somebody invites me to something or somebody wants me to come on their platform or somebody is you know, asking me to be a part of something, I, I, I very rarely say no, because I'm just doing that. I feel like that's my part. You know, that, that that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here to kind of bridge, you know, some of these gaps. And, and, and I'm here to be, you know, the, the guy that's going to like like for me, as as I grow, like you grow, like my man Hamza says. Right. Um, right. Right. Agree. Like you grow, we grow. Like, like, so I grow, I want to pull everybody up, you know? So the bigger my platform gets, I want to share that, share that energy and share that with, with, with other platforms so we could all pull each other up. Cause it's a hundred percent about, about unity for me, man. It's like, I always say we stronger together and, and that's real. It's not just like no catchphrase or nothing like that. Like I'm literally out here trying to, you just keep us connected. And it's just not even all about trucking. It's just about humanity. Like, it's, you know, it's bigger than just trucking industry talk. It's, it's just about being good human beings and just it's enough, enough negative, enough, enough, uh, you know, uh, death and, and craziness out here, man. We just got to start having more positive images and more positive things that we could cling on to and build off of. I agree wholeheartedly, brother. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I did have like, you know, kind of like a segue outside of transportation and logistics podcast. I own Atlanta Dispatch LLC. And, you know, just from being us, you know, somebody that networks, I talk to so many people just like you, you know. So as you can imagine, I leverage that network to get high paying freight for, you know, reefers and uh, dry vans and all these other type of, uh, you know, equipment. So, you know, independent dispatching. I would say has been very, 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 very popular, you know, as of the last couple years, you know, we have, like we just said, we got the Marco at Metro Max. We got, of course, Alex from Good Energy, Adam from Innovative Logistics Group, uh, Tawana, you know, from Gold Star Logistics and all her, you know, team with the leading ladies, you know what I mean? So like, uh, they're giving like some real, real examples of how you can be successful in dispatching. But, you know, for you, what do you think is like the next big thing you know just like independent dispatching came strong what's the next big thing you would say um that's a good question that's a really really good question and i'll and i'll and i'll start off by saying that uh the reason the reason why i believe independent dispatching became really popular and 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 everybody kind of wanted to learn more about it and and wanted to get into it is because it's a low barrier to entry right yes sir it's it's not really cost and it's not cost intensive you don't have to really put up a lot of upfront capital. 
you and, and then and then so it's a low barrier to entry in terms of startup costs and then it's a really high upside right mm-hmm. so you, you can you can spend a little and get a lot so anytime you know especially our people you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if we see something the opportunity where we don't have to invest a lot but there's a high upside to it, we're going to jump on it because we know that we're creative and we know that we can you know turn turn something or or nothing into something and, and that's just the magic that we possess so we're always looking for those kind of opportunities so when you ask me about what would what will be the next the next big thing in transportation uh you know i, I had to think i, I would I, i'm going to start there and think about okay what are the other things that have a low barrier to entry that can have potential high upsides right so mm-hmm. um in, in 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 the business itself i would say Dispatch, and I think, is going to continue to thrive. I think other compliance will thrive, like like helping mm. people start up their companies, right? Like the Foley's of the world, mm-hmm. right? Do, you know, doing your, uh, um, your, you know, forming your company, so forth and so on. Um, I think that'll thrive because that that's another low barrier, and it's a service. So I think any type of any type of service that can be created that to where you don't have to really invest a lot of money, I think those things are going to start to be brought to the front, and people will start trying to get in, invested in those. I think another thing that's going to probably start happening a lot is people will probably start uh, passively investing in transportation a lot to where like, you know, because I think the the, uh, the pandemic showed that, you know, trucking isn't going anywhere. Transportation isn't going anywhere. A lot of right. people really never paid attention to it. Now they're realizing that this is a viable business where you can make money and it's never going to stop. So I think a lot of people are looking at transportation as a as a as a form of potential passive income. But when you actually get into it, you realize that it's not passive at all, right? If you're really in trucking and you're really running a trucking operation, there's nothing passive about it. So I think that there's companies out there that are going to be start start that's that's going to start looking to manage fleets, right? And they'll do all the hard work, do all the heavy lifting for you, and and you'll just do some investing. So let's say you purchase a truck, and they'll manage the truck for you to where you don't have to worry about it. You'll collect the residual. Right. I think that'll be something that may happen. People may not do that as, as scale because a lot of people aren't don't have the, the, the skill to be able to manage large fleets. But I think a lot of people will start investing in those type of companies to where they can have a truck and say they're a fleet owner. They can, you know, take their pictures and post them on the gram in front of their truck and do all that. But they ain't got to do the work involved in it. Right. They ain't mm-hmm. got to hire a driver. They ain't got to do nothing. It's just, you know, like like passive. So I think people or, 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 or like even like leasing on your truck to a, a, another carrier. You know, and then I think like lastly, what I would like to see, what I would like to see people start looking into is is more tech. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is, is as like tech. So tech is exploding now and there's so much opportunities in the transportation space because there's so many small problems that need to be solved in the transportation space. Right. Just small problems. All these little like like apps that come out every day that just solve really, really small particular problems. That could be the next, you know, hundred million to billion dollar startup. I, I think that's where we need to really start paying attention to and start solving some of those pain points in transportation. And I think now that be, because technology is so advanced, the cost to create an app is way less than it was ten years ago today, right? So you can you can get a, a dev team for a lot cheaper than you you know whether it's offshore or onshore for a lot cheaper than you could have five or ten years ago. So if you could create, if you could start thinking of some solutions, you know, that, that, you know, that you basically, you know, pain points that you're faced with every day in your everyday life during your operation and start solving little problems. I think that will be, th- there's huge opportunity there. 
Now, will people do that at scale? Probably not. But I think that there's going to be a lot of tech startups that will that will be coming soon in the transportation space. There already are a lot in fintech, a lot of payment solutions and, and, and a lot of different TMS systems and, and those type of things. But I think there's other little pockets that people can get into in the transportation space to solve other problems, whether it's like communicating with your drivers, um, you know, how you communicate with your shippers, your brokers, whatever. But, you know, planning, scheduling, whatever. But just in this space, I think there's so many opportunities there. I think if people start looking into it, it, it there's there's a, there's huge potential for, for some uh, growth there. No so doubt. A couple different answers. Um, like I said, dispatching is just special because... Like I said, it's just so low barrier to entry. Right. It's so much upside. It's just really attractive, man. It's really, really, really attractive. So I understand why people want to jump into it. So I don't know if we'll have another dispatch in per se, you know, because I, right. I, I can't see anything like that right now. And then you got to think the, the, the industry is evolving. Right. So there's going to be other opportunities creative that may be another dispatching that we don't even really see yet. Right. We're about to we have self-driving trucks coming into play and, and different things that may take, you know, a, a third party to, to, to put their hands in it to, to make that connection. So there's going to be things that, that happen over the next few years or the next 10 years or so that's going to create other opportunities that we may not see yet. But I think I think in terms of like this huge influx of people just want to jump in and learn how to dispatch. I think that's kind of like a unicorn. I think that's kind of special just because of the. The, the characteristics of what that job entails and, 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 and what you need to do to kind of get started. And, 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 you know, just like I said, it's low cost. You get yourself a laptop, you get yourself a, a, a <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you in right. the game, you know what I mean? I, I, and, and, and it's work. And I think one problem is a lot of people don't think dispatching is work. And you, you must, you yourself, brother, you know that dispatching is work. It, 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 it takes it takes work. It takes some building. It takes some foundation. You have to build up your processes and your procedures and put your systems in place and all that. And you could probably get it to a point to where it's, you know, partially passive, but it's never going to really be a passive business, you know, because you're always going to have to, you know, stay on top of your, your carriers, stay on top of your, your, your brokers. So, I mean, it's never going to really be passive, but you can get it to a point to where these, you know, you're planned out for a week or whatever the case may be. You have dedicated routes and it's not as difficult as when you first started. But it'll never be really completely passive. But I think this passion is just that special thing, man. I don't know if we'll have another one of those. But like I said, the next couple of years will really tell the story. Yes, sir. Dispatching is special. I can't even lie to you. I feel I feel so excited about it because I get to do what I, I do best naturally, which is communicate with people and network and allow that to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just I just get to be myself. <laughs> nah, you, you, you said it perfectly. And that's what's really so special about it. You just if, if you're a people person and you're good at building relationships, you're good at following up, you're good at being a pain in the butt. You know, you, you just if you have a few in, those few little intangible skills that everybody doesn't have, you're able to communicate, you're able to pacify people to a certain extent, you're able to persuade people to another extent. If you have these those few skills, man, you can really be successful, you know, dispatching trucks. Yes, sir. And like I said, the, the key is just you don't have to put a lot of financial skin in the game. And that's what really it's, it's more sweat equity. If you are willing to put do the work and put sweat in, you can get a lot out. And that's what really makes it special.
Yes, sir. And for the folks who are listening, I'm hiring six dispatchers. So holla at me. You know, just holla it at is. me. Just it holla is. at that me. That means that means we growing over there. That's that means like, we right, we growing. We growing, brother. <laughs> so yeah, I appreciate you for uh, answering that question. And you know, for you. You know, as a content creator, you've been doing this for a while. You know, you even were making music back in the day, but now you are, you know, creating these different uh, episodes with your with Truck and Hustle and, you know, 126 released. At this point, what appeals to you most like about somebody's story? Is it a feel good story or do you feel like you like something where it's going to educate the masses? Like, is there something specific or something like that? Or, you know, how do you what do you think? So a hundred. So so the first, I, I tell you what what really appeals to me. Number one, you know, I feel like people depend on truck and hustle, you know, to 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 expose new people that they haven't heard of before, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I feel like as me when I put myself in the listener's shoes, I'm like every Tuesday I want to wake up and I want to jump on YouTube or jump on Spotify or whatever, and I want to hear a new story that I haven't heard before. Right. And I want to I want to learn about somebody new that I haven't learned about before. I want to learn about a niche or a new niche that I haven't heard of or learned about before. So what I'm always trying to do is to discover, number one, people who aren't really uh, visible. Like I love finding the people with 23 followers on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And nobody knows that the only things you see on a gram is like pictures of their dog and their <laughs> wife and like their last vacation. But then you you go deeper and you find out they have a huge operation or they don't even got to be a huge operation. They're just doing something dope. Right. Yeah. But nobody knows who they are. So I love exposing those kind of people to the audience because I think that's when we really get the best response. Because it's like, man, I've, I've never heard this story. I've never seen this person. And this is dope. Like where like this is like this. It's like a, it's like a present. It's like a gift on Christmas. Like, damn, like where were you at all my life? You know what I'm saying? Like this person's story spoke to me. So it, it, it starts with that, like from the business perspective, when I'm when I'm kind of like looking for fresh people in business. Like I, I want people that everybody hasn't heard of. You know, it, that's what really like because I, I love to be the one to break that story. Like I'm I'm breaking it like breaking news. This person is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the feeling I get. like breaking news. This person is awesome. Brought to you by Truck and Hustle. Right. right. The second thing I'm always looking for is the story. You know, I love I love good stories. I just now told you, like, I love to watch Netflix and movies and all that. I love a good story. I love a good twist. I love a good. Oh, you thought this was going to be my life. Not nah, you were wrong because this mm-hmm. is what I did. This is how I persevered. This is how I made it happen. Everybody thought I was going to fail, but nope, I didn't. So I love to I, I love those comeback stories. And I just love stories that are just interesting when you could just, you know, just like man and, 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 and things that people can relate to. You know, things that I can relate to. So I'm always looking for, like, where's the story? Because at the end of the day, we I'm talking to you for an hour. You got to entertain. You got to entertain the hustle fam and you got to entertain me or else I'm going to go to sleep. (laughs) So, like, while we're talking, I'm trying to I'm I'm getting those stories. So a lot of times, just so y'all know, like when I do interviews, I don't really I don't ever prepare questions or anything like that. I, I, I always sit down and I just go off the head and I have organic conversations. But what I do do is I kind of get a skeleton outline of that person, their business and kind of what they're about. But I never want to really know too much information because that's all a part of like the discovery phase that we do together on the podcast. You know, so we sit down and we just talk and I always start from the beginning, you know, 
childhood. And then I start building up the story because I think everything is going to correlate and relate together, you know, from your childhood, your upbringing to where you are today. I think it all kind of is, 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 is one big lineage. Like it's all connected. So if you notice, that's how every podcast kind of starts. What's your backstory? So I'm building that story. I don't know these things. I'm just trying to really build the story. And, you know, my style of interview is always just building question. Like people always say, man, you ask the right questions all the time. You ask great questions. But it's really easy. If you want to ask good questions, number one, um, you just have to just really build off the last answer. And, and all I do is just ask, I ask what I think is a good, solid, foundational question. And then if they didn't give me enough, I'm just pulling out the part that they didn't give me and saying, well, you told me about this, but keep on going. Like the best way to, like even, like the best way to, to get something out of somebody is to keep on asking them why. Like just keep on saying why and keep on deducing from the top why all the way to why till they just say, why the hell you keep on saying why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you could keep on asking why. And by the time you get to the end of that, why this is matter of fact, there's a thing because I'm also a defensive. Um, you know, I do like driver training and stuff like that. Or I did it in my former life. And there's an accident. There's an accident. Uh, like when you have like an accident, they, they have something called the five whys. Some of you guys probably heard about it. But basically, it's just it's just deducing. So you start with the premise like, you know, um, you know, uh, Ramel hit the low hit the bridge. And it's like, OK, why did Ramel hit the bridge? Because, you know, the bridge was um, in his way. Why was the bridge in his way? Because he turned down the wrong road. Why did he turn down the wrong road? Because he didn't have his directions. Boom. That's the reason why you hit the bridge. You feel me? So you, you keep on deducing from that top why to really get to the root cause analysis of why, what, what that situation is. So I try to conduct my interviews the same way. I don't always necessarily say why, 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 but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to keep on building and keep on asking the questions. Number one, that I think people want to hear, and I'm just trying to get to the root of the situation. And then the other part of that is just, I want to get to the money. I want to get to the business. I want to get to the stuff that I, I know people want to know. Because I know at the end of the day, people people like flashy lights. People like numbers. People want to hear this stuff. At the end of the day, when you're listening to something, you're like, all right, this sounds good, but what's in it for me? How can I make my money too? You know what I mean? So I try to get to that. So these are just kind of some of the different like things that I try to get to when we're doing an interview. Um, I might have went off. What was the question again? I mean, <laughs> Hey man, look, you can do whatever as long as you're passionate about it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Now, when I start talking to stuff, I start going, bro. But, I, but I, wanted to, I wanted to circle back to the question, though. You asked me, say it again. What was it? Remember? Yeah, the question was uh, simply, you know, what is it about the uh, interviews at this point that yeah. really gets your attention? You know, what what appeals to you okay. as a content creator? Okay, got you. So I think I kind of answered that. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then I got into all my other stuff that y'all don't care about. Probably. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, So that's really it, man. It's, it's like I always say, I like to give information and inspiration. So I want to have a story that inspires people and also a story that informs people. I tell everybody that comes on my show, listen, if you're going to come on this show, I need you to be transparent. I need you to I need you to give it up. I don't care how many courses you selling. I don't care about none of that stuff. My 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 my, my truck and hustle people they listen to this show to get information. They come here to get these free diamonds every week. So I need you to tell me I need you to tell me about this business. When I ask you questions, I need you to answer, right? So I'm always just trying to pull as much as I can, you know, and sometimes people like I can't quite share that and it's cool, but I'm going to try to get as much as I possibly can. So like I said, inspiration and information 
is is really what I'm looking for when I when I when I do a when I do a show. And and if you have those things, it doesn't matter how long you're in business. It doesn't matter how much money you make. All that doesn't matter to me. It's all about do you have a dope story and and are you willing to share your journey to this point? I don't care if you're in business for six months. It doesn't. That's not important because you got to realize everybody's at different stages in their business. So the show can resonate with different people at different times. We may have somebody who just got in the business, been in the business six months, but got a dope story. That may not resonate with somebody who's been in business for six years, but they can still go back down memory lane and remember when they was in business for six months and, and take a trip real quick and just feel that person out. And then you have somebody who just started who never who doesn't know the difference from a tractor and a trailer, but they need to hear that person who just got started. So I want it to be spread out to where we're giving everybody the opportunity to get on the platform and have a voice. So there's a, a mixed bag of different stories and different type of experiences. So everybody gets a, a shot. And and, and this, the story isn't always too far along to where it feels like, oh, man, you know, they they got a hundred trucks. I'll never get there. Now I want you, I want you to hear about the person that got two trucks, too. Like, that's dope also. Like, they got a story also. How'd you get there? You know what I'm saying? So I try to spread it out. And and, and if you look, if you bounce around the, 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 the different episodes, you'll see that there's people from all different stages of business and, and, and all different niches. And, and that's that's re- that's really like how, you know, I, I look at things when I'm planning. I just want to really cover as much as I can with that much as much diversity in terms of like stages and where people at. So I could I could speak to everybody or we could speak to everybody rather. Yes, sir. I think that's very, very important to uh, be mindful of your audience and just like, uh, you know, the differences. I mean, with the transportation and logistics clubhouse, we definitely have people from all levels, you know, people who don't even know about trucking, uh, but they're just they might have heard it's booming right now. So they're just looking to get as much information as they can. Or, uh, you know, just like you have, uh, we have those those heavy, heavy, heavy hitters, you know, people who are clearing over a hundred million dollars every year in this industry. And they're just as willing and happy uh, with sharing their their successes, their failures, their pain pain points, all of these things, uh, you know, with other people so that those other people can learn and grow. So, yeah, no, I agree with you 100 percent. And that's very important as a content creator to keep uh, that in mind. You know, so you've kind of said, you know, going through that question, you said that you have these whys. You'll ask a why until you get down to the bottom of it. And, you know, with that, you get a lot of answers. You get a lot of people sharing their stories, their experiences. And with you in interviewing so many people who are doing so many things and are so successful like what do you feel like have been like the biggest takeaways from your interviews that you've conducted so far whether they be you know principles or you know if there's something that's repeated um anything what do you what do you feel about that uh man i mean there's there's so much and it really depends on the story and like kind of like where the person comes from with their background but i think the 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 main theme is is just always really just betting on yourself man mm-hmm. like like in in most in in most of the in most of the 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 stories that that we share you know nobody has a silver spoon or nobody comes from money or nobody comes from you know a lineage of 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 business or anything like that most of these people are just people who come from blue collar jobs or working in the industry or a, 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 another industry wanted to wanted to change uh wanted to change industries wanted to do something different or you know were in a position where they had no other choice because they weren't accepted by any other industry 
and they had to really just double down and, and bet on themselves and really believe that they could make it happen and go all in and put their money where their mouth was at and just do it. You know, I think that's the that's the main thing that all of these entrepreneurs have in common is that they're not afraid to they're not afraid to bet on themselves, put their money where their mouth is, and they're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to fail forward. They're not afraid to keep trying. And and I think that's just I think that's just in business in general because it's cliche, but you know, it's just it's 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 it's, it's life, man. You 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 have to you have to persevere. You have to be resilient. You, you know, anything worth worth having is 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 not going to be easy. You just have to and and you know, anybody looking for a, a a quick a quick fix or 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 instant gratification is probably not going to make it. You know, in this in in any industry, let alone tr- trucking. You know, you're going to be on your head real fast, especially when you start getting into, you know, purchasing equipment and, and, and being asset based and all that. Like you, 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 you really invest a lot of money. So, you know, I think it's just that perseverance and just really, really betting on yourself and just, you know, not being afraid to just go out there and get it. I think that's probably the common theme that every entrepreneur has, you know, that comes on our show. And, and, and I think that's just that's just is that's just business and life in general, man. You have to want it. And you have to not be afraid to, to go out there and get it. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you so much for bringing that to this to this platform, man, because that's, you know, you're basically just saying that folks got to go get it. You know, if they want it, you got to go get it and it's not going to be handed to you. So you you, you got to have that grit behind it. So um, I, I agree. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, with you conducting so many interviews and, you know, it being just literally people who are very successful, um, your, your network, brother, your network is crazy. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I, I think at one point that's the only thing I was thinking about. At one point, I was like, "Man, this guy's connected to everybody." You Facts. know, Facts. you it's know, a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing. Yeah, the network is crazy, and that and, and I always tell people like that's really the best kept secret uh, of truck and hustle is the network, man. Like, um, like Jay Z got a line from Reasonable Doubt. He says, "If every n word, I won't say the word." In your click is rich, your click is rugged, nobody will fall because everyone will be each other's crutches. Right. And that's just real. When you have a network, man, of, of, of like-minded people, that's 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 the most important part because we could all have a network. But if we have a network of, of, of like-minded people, and, 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 and obviously that's, that's assuming that you have a positive mind, right? <laughs> right? And, and you have that network of, because you could be the mafia too and be like-minded, right? And, and right, have a network right. of that. <laughs> or whatever but if you have a network of like-minded people man you'll never be down it, you know at any time you think you're down somebody from your network will pull you up whether it's with an opportunity whether it's with a with just a blessing like yo here's a, here's a thousand dollars bro <laughs> you know what i'm right. saying it, like right. you you just really never know but when you have those kind of people around you and you're all working towards the same goal and your character speaks for itself you know when 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 you could get in any when when every room is talking about you the same way they're saying the same things you're always solid you never do nobody dirty there's nothing more powerful than that because at the end of the day money comes and goes those relationships are worth gold man they're worth gold and i'm blessed to have a strong network of super dope individuals man that you know it, it's so hard for me to keep up with everybody you know because it's it's a lot of people you know mm-hmm. and my network was already big before this you know what i'm saying so i still have my you know my network prior to social media and now you know my my network after building truck and hustle 
and it's difficult to keep up with everybody but i try to you know you know stay in touch with everybody and just see how everybody's doing and just make let everybody know that i'm there man like i'm always a resource like I'm, I'm a resource for you for your business if you need a connection you need to holler at somebody whatever just let me know and i always make that very clear like don't ever ever hesitate to reach out to me and and i always you know connect people as well like you know i'm if, if i feel that somebody was a good fit for somebody else you know let me be the icebreaker for you let me be the person that says yo you know, you may have wanted to to talk to that person, but, you know, maybe you can't put your pride to the side or maybe you're just not really good at, you know, making those kind of connections. I'm going to be the one to jump in, you know, both the DMs and be like, yo, you do this, you do that. I think y'all could, you know, make something happen together. At least just have a conversation and see where it goes. And that's happened numerous amount of times where we're building businesses and building relationships behind the scene. But that's all due to the network. And then that also trickles down to me as well, you know they give back to me just the same way I give to them. So if, if, if there's somebody for a show or something that can help my business or whatever, it's like, yo, this person will be dope for you. Holla at this person. This, this is a connection. This is somebody that may want to, you know, sponsor your show, whatever, whatever it may be. But that network is so important, man. You know, everybody always say your network is greater than your, is, is, is your net worth. Man, a hundred percent. That is so true. If you take nothing away from this conversation, Work on building your network, man, and, and just more importantly, work on being a good person so that your network will build. You know, work on being that person that's solid, that that always does right by others, that don't you know do no shady dealings or do no nonsense or you know take some some short money to to win in the in the beginning, but you lose in the long run because you broke a relationship. Like always, just keep your name good, man. Don't 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 ever let your name be mud, and that's the most important thing in 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 in, in this industry. In, in any industry is just don't let your name be mud, man. And, and that'll take you further than you could ever expect. It'll open doors for you. It'll create opportunities for you. Just always be solid. Wow. Yeah, bro. Those are bars. They didn't rhyme, but, you know, they were heavy. <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, real, that, that's real. I mean, I, I, I implore everybody, man, just work on building your network and, and get out of your own way. Like, you know, if, you, if you're shy, I know a lot of people are introverts and they're not really you know, into talking to people like that. Find other ways to connect with people and, and find other ways to commu- communicate with people. Find other introverts to rock with. You know, y'all can talk about being introverted, but you have to build build a network. It's so important, man. So just get out your own way and just start reaching out to people. I try to talk with at least one stranger every week and just ask a, ask a crazy question. And you, you, you'll be so surprised how many friends I've made just by seeing somebody in a random place just being like, hey, what's going on, man? How's your day going today? Good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What you, what you do by the way? Oh, I, okay. Oh, you happen to own that warehouse down the block. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> man, it's, it's powerful, man. But just by opening yourself up and just being a people's person, you never know what, cause I mean, you know, if, if you believe in God or you just believe in the universe and how things work, God is constantly putting opportunities and things in your way. It's just, how are you going to take advantage of them? You know what I'm saying? And, and one of my, one of my favorite sayings is by Bob Johnson. He's the former owner of BET. He said, you know, make make your, I always tell people this, make your friends before you need them. And and what that means is that, you know, be the person to, 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 to create relationships and make friends before you need those friends. So in other words, you build these organic relationships, genuine bonds with people. When, when, when the time comes and you need those people, they're going to already be there. You don't got to reach out and be like, damn, it would be good if I was cool with such and such. Because right. you could surely help me now. Nah, you're right. already cool. Y'all already built a genuine bond. Y'all already straight. So now when it's time to link up, it's organic. It's like, yo, I'm working on this. 
how can how can I add value to you? Maybe you could add value to me. And now we already good. You know what I'm saying? It's not about what you can do for me. It's what we can do for each other. So always make your friends before you need them. And, I, and my other favorite saying is, if you want to be an interesting person, be an interested person. And, and, and that's just basically saying, if you want to be interesting to other people, be interested in them. Because that's going to make you interesting. Because the more questions you ask of other people, it's going to make you an interesting person by just being interested. Because it creates conversations. It, it, it makes people open up. It makes people talk. And before you know it, you, you have friends, you know. What, what's the book? Uh, how to influence people and, and what, whatever. How to win friends and influence how people. How to win friends and influence people. It's all about being interested. It's not about doing all the talking so much. It's about letting other people talk, letting other people share. Because successful people love to share. They love to tell you how successful they are. They love to tell you everything about themselves. All you got to do is get them to open up. But at the end of the day, they don't want to waste their jewels. They don't want to put their crowns on, a, on, a, on, on somebody who's not worthy. You know what I'm saying? So if you show that you're worthy, you show that you're interested, you come with organic, real, like 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 love, they're going to give you all the information you need. You ain't got to say, yo, can I pick your brain? They're going to give it to you. They're going to give you their brain. You ain't got to right. ask for it. They're going to give it to you. Just be just be organic about how you approach it. You know, because like I said, successful people love to talk. They love to run their mouth because they don't have a lot of people. They always say it's lonely at the top. That's real. Successful people don't got a lot of people to talk to. And most of the people that they do have in their circle usually got their hand out. So they love to talk to a stranger that, you know, they could just share and just just give some give 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 a little something, just 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 some free bars or some free jewels or whatever we call it these days. Right. So just be open to receive that, you know, be open to receive that. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, you did also touch on the on the on the God side of thing. And I agree with that part because, you know, in the way that the universe works, you know, they say that if you have a problem, uh, you know, almost 100 percent of the time, God is going to answer that problem in the form of a person. And if you're unwilling to speak to the person right next to you, how do you you know, you, you might be limiting yourself on exactly what you need to get to that next level. So with that understanding. And I'm 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 thrilled every time I see somebody new and I have an opportunity to speak. You know, we're going to talk about something. Something is going to be said where you're going to know a little bit about me. I'm going to know a little bit about you, and you know, maybe something's going to come of it. But something, some exchange is going to happen. So um, I agree with that, and I feel like people. I think it comes natural naturally to you and myself just because, you know, the nature of being uh, liking like like we like to build our networks and, you know, it's just a part of our lives. But, um, you know, I kind of have that conversation with other people all the time. You just got to be able to open your mouth, uh, put yourself out there because you might have that opportunity right in front of you. You just got to uncover it a little bit. So, yes, sir. That's that's 100 percent real. That's, that's, okay. that's true. Yes, sir. So, look, I mean, look, at this point, we've been going now for a very, you know, strong hour. You know, uh, I did want to just ask a couple more questions, uh, but I, I do want to also be very respectful of your time because you do have a lot going on, brother. Um, you know, at this point, what can people take away and learn from you being consistent and diligent in your craft? Like, what's the biggest takeaway you think other people can look at, I mean, can see and take away from looking at your situation? I mean, you just said it, man. That that's that that big C right there. Consistency. It's the only thing that sets it. it I mean, you have to have a product or something that people like. 
You know what I mean? Something that made that 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 you have to speak to some kind of audience. If you're if, if, talking to content content creators, right? Um, you have to have something that people obviously want, right? You can't, you know, be giving them something that they don't want. But on top of that, outside of that, it's just all about consistency, man. It's all about just doing the same thing repetitively over and over again and to where to the point to where people trust and they know that they can count on you for whatever it, it, you say you're going to deliver at that time. And once, you, once you're able to build that trust and you're able to build that foundation, you know, of people who support you because you have kept the promise of being consistent it's only going to grow and it'll it'll grow and it'll plateau and then it'll grow a little bit more and then it'll plateau and then it'll grow a little more and you'll plateau again but then there's going to be that point where you just explode and you're not going to see it coming i i haven't gotten to that point yet i'm still at the grow plateau grow plateau but i know if i keep on putting this work there's there's going to be a point to where a situation is going to come that's going to take everything I'm doing to the next level. Why? Because whatever that opportunity is, is going to look back on all of my consistency. And they're going to see that this person has been putting in the work. This platform has been put in the work. And it's not just me. I got a team of people who, who help me with Chuck and Hustle. So it's definitely not just me. But this platform has been putting in the work for this long, you know, without reaping any huge benefits any huge rewards they just keep on going keep on going they're relentless they're not going to stop let me be the person to partner with them before i can't afford them no more let me be the person to get on board before you know they they too bougie to even take my phone call it, it's, it's going to happen right so you have to just keep on working and being consistent until you get to that point to where that life-changing moment happens for you and like i said when that when that when that connection happens all that work that you put in is going to start to make sense. That's why when people like win awards, like you see them like winning their Grammy or they winning their Oscar or whatever, like they get on that stage and they break down crying. They have all these tears because they're they're thinking about all the work that they put in when nobody was recognizing them for all these years. And they finally recognized for their greatness. They've been great forever. They, they didn't just start being great. They've always been great. But now is that moment that it's it's the life changer. So now they get that 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 award and now the next movie's gonna be that million dollar bag or whatever the case may be, because now they, they lit. But they've been lit. It's just that it just takes time. God is gonna reward that consistency. So you said the word, bro. You just have to be consistent in whatever you do. And if you keep on doing it, keep on doing it, that moment is gonna happen to where you just shoot up 10x exponentially you're going to take it to the next level whether it's in business whether it's in content creation whatever and sometimes you don't even realize it you don't even realize that you went from two thousand dollars a month to two hundred thousand dollars a month because it feels like the same work you know what i'm saying it feels like the same work somebody has to point it out to you or you just recognize like damn i remember when i was only doing two thousand a week we really literally, we, we doing 200,000 in invoices. This, when did that happen? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when that comes, you're going to reflect. You're going to take your time and you're going to look back on all the work that you did. You're going to start remembering everything, the, the, the entire journey. And you're going to be like, damn, I could have stopped here. I could have stopped there. I, I could have gave up here. I could have quit here. I remember when this happened and they was about to, you know, shut my, you know, pull my insurance. I remember when this happened, they I crashed and I thought I was going to have my company shut down. I remember when this happened and, the, you know, five people quit from my dispatch company and I didn't know how I was going to dis whatever. You're going to start remembering all that. 
But the fact that you persevered, you kept on moving through and being consistent, that's what's going to have you sitting there balling up crying when you when you, when you you winning those awards. It's not that award. <laughs> you're not thinking about the award. You're not thinking about the Grammy. You're not thinking about the Oscar. You're thinking about all that work that yes, went sir. into it. Yes, that sir. you're like, damn, I, I done bust my ass for this, man. I deserve this moment. You know what I'm saying? So be consistent, show up every day, and just keep on doing the same thing, man. You're not going to get the results that you want right off the bat. I'm, I'm, I'm st- and, 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 the, and, 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 and the other thing I want to add to that is the, the saying that um, comparison is the, 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 the thief of joy. joy. Yes, sir. Don't compare yourself to other people, man, because I, I even do it. I even do it. I look at other podcasts out there and I'm like, we dope, but. But they doing it on this level. They right. Doing this. Right. And, I'm forgetting all, and it takes somebody to jump in my DM and remind me of, of, of all the progress that I did make. And I'm like, yo, what am I thinking about? Like, we, we, we done came this far. We 126 in. We got thousands and thousands of people listening to us every week. Am I crazy? Like, I'm not appreciative of all of this work I put. I'm sitting there looking at another person's goal. Enough. Nah, man, don't compare yourself to nobody. Run your race. Keep on going. And you're gonna get there eventually. It's, it's gonna happen, and I and, and it may sound cliche, but it's the truth. You just got to keep on going. And I'm still on my race. I'm still running my race. Truck and hustle is nowhere near what I what I feel truck and hustle can be. What I feel the potential of truck and hustle is. But I do know that all I have to do is keep on doing what what the what 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 y'all the the, the people who who tune in every week. What 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 you guys you know why why you put me in position? Keep on feeding the streets. And we gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? So I just keep on working and keep on focusing on. They call it. There's this book called Clockwork, and they call it about the what's the queen bee role? What's the thing? The main thing that drives your business? The main thing that drives my business is putting out dope stories, information, and inspiration. So I'm gonna keep on focusing on that. I don't. I don't worry about how am I gonna monetize? How am I gonna make money? What product can I sell? What this can? I don't. I don't study that because I know that all that's gonna come organically. I'm going to let the people decide what that's going to be, right? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep on doing what I know needs to be done to to, 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 to to fulfill the promise that I made to my audience, saying I'm going to be here for y'all every week. I might miss a week here and there. You know, sometimes we got to regroup. We got to regather ourselves, retool. But you can damn well be sure that on Tuesday, Truck and Hustle going to be there. You're going to hear that music, that dang. <laughs> that is, it's coming. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? So so that's it. It's just being consistent, bro. All right. And look, man, I think that right there is just we're going to take we're going to that closes out. You know, that question, that answer, that response, that, you know, that passion behind what you were saying, uh, that is going to close out my questionings. Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you, brother, for joining us today. Um you know, like I said before, uh, I've learned so much from just watching the way that you move in the industry. Like it's, it's been a, I've been able to actually see, hmm, that's a step I should take over there, you know, because I'm seeing the success by that brother who just did that. And, you know, I just want to say I appreciate you again for being a, a, a great example, uh, somebody that's positive, that is, uh, you know, willing to support other people. Uh, all those things are just like just great attributes that I just see in you. And I just want to say thank you again. Um, you know, to, I, I wish nothing but success to truck and hustle. And, um, you know, at this point I, I did want to ask if, are you open to questions? 
Sure. I mean, if, if, if there's questions, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to answer them. Okay. Well, look, I'm just going to say this for 30 seconds. The, the, the questions are open, so please raise your hand if you're available. But I'm only going to leave this thing open for 30 seconds because we've been going for over an hour at this point. And like I said, this brother, um, he has other things that he could be doing. So, <laughs> you know, um, so I'm just going to. Like I said, uh, the flowers are for you, brother, because like I said, you've been you've been putting the industry on the culture on. And uh, again, just thank you. Um, We did have we did have one of my brothers that just raised his hand. All right. All right. Look, Josh, welcome to the stage, brother. Please introduce yourself and let us know what your question is. Good brother, Jory. I appreciate you, man. You know. You know, my nickname for you, the uh, male Oprah of uh, Clubhouse, you still do. Yeah. <laughs> great, great interview, great interview. Right now, bro, I just want I just actually, I ain't had no question. I just want to come up here and show some love. Um, before I do that, just so people know, my name is Josh Henry from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I run Apex Energy Logistics. We do LTL and uh, local mile freight here. Um, I started my company because of the pandemic. Grew it to three box trucks, running consistently every single day. So, um Romel, I just wanted to say, bro, I just want to give you your flowers. I've been a fan of Trucker Hustle since day one. Um, I actually, I'm one of them people that DM'd you and told you that I saw my future, me being on your platform, and it's still part of my plan. I love what you do for the culture. Um, repping up north, of course, you know, always, always a plus in my book. But I love I love <laughs> the platform. I love how you move, bro. Especially, like, one of the big things to me is, like, seeing seeing someone in my culture not only doing something that is positive, but also seeing how you move with your wife, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the, I like that combination of how you, you know, move and accordingly as a, as a married man and moving throughout the, throughout the industry and just, you know, it's been some, it's been some key interviews that you did that have helped me along my, my journey. So I'm just appreciative to you, bro. I just wanted to come up here and show you, show you my flowers. And, you know, like I said, you one of my, you one of my goals on my list. So I'll be on your show later, you know, sooner than later. Yo, I appreciate that, brother. Definitely, man. De- hit me, hit me in my DM too, just so I make sure I follow you and and we definitely connect, bro. Much love, man. I appreciate you. No, absolutely appreciate you. Keep doing it for the culture, man. We need more like you, man. No doubt, fam. Thank you, man. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, I appreciate that, Josh. Thank you so much for uh, coming up to the stage, asking your question, and also uh, best of luck good intentions and all that great stuff with apex synergy um because those percent yeah yeah those brothers up there uh very professional very professional carrier out of the philadelphia area so if you guys have uh freight that needs to be moved via box truck straight truck any of those type of trucks uh you reach out to that brother directly all right so we did have no doubt brother we had another guest on stage um Hey, sir, can you please introduce yourself and let us know what your question is? Sure. Thank you for bringing me up. Uh, my name is Jafir. I'm with 10X Trucks, which is a new company. Uh, basically, we try to push this thing on, on the software part of it, even bring, you know, the blockchain and all. Truck enhancement, I really do appreciate you. A, a, a lot of things that I learned from you and you put out good work so i'm just trying to ask you that uh what do you think is lacking something that you can think of it like in a software party say man i wish this was a part of this trucking business do you have anything like that yeah i mean so kind of like to go back to what i was saying before I, I i think we have to think like less less is more just think really simple 
Um, even e- even if it's a, a communication tool between uh, drivers and and their dispatchers, right? Like 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 think of think of a product like Calend- Calendly, Calendly, right? That's a that's a billion dollar platform that is just simply scheduling, make scheduling is that's it. There were other tools that you can do scheduling with, but Calendly was able to thrive because it did a few things differently and it niched itself. So if 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 we could create plat, uh, uh, apps like that or, or or software like that, you talked about the blockchain. I mean, there's crazy opportunity in blockchain. Uh, I, I'm not an expert by any means on blockchain or any of that, but I'm sure you know there's so many different things when it comes to payments and communication and, and things that you could put on the ledgers to to, to help. Um, that could just kind of like really revolutionize transportation. So I mean. There's a lot of things, man. You just have to look at the pain points. Like, what are some of the problems that people are having every day in transportation? There's so many. Because at the end of the day, trucking and, 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 and transportation logistics is extremely antiquated still. Even with all the technology that we have, it's still behind. So there's there's plenty of uh, innovations that can happen in shipments and, and warehousing. There's all different types of innovations that, still, that there's still room for. So I think you just, you know, find a niche or ask some questions, go out there, survey some drivers, survey some shippers, survey some, you know, brokers, survey the people, man, and see what, what, what their pain points are and then create solutions around it. And I, I don't think it has to be, you know, the next, you know, uh, uh, huge social network, anything like that. I think it could be very, very simple things that could solve problems for people that are everyday problems that happen in the industry. Because as we know, our industry is extremely problematic. There's always a different problem. So if you could find one of those problems and create a solution around it, I think it's dope. But I think there's so much opportunity in tech that is being left on the table in transportation. I hope that answered your question. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> you say it just the right way. And uh, that's what we do with uh, 10xtrucks.com. We have uh, basic two different uh, apps, Android and iOS for driver and the shipper. What I'm trying to do is like why the dispatch has to go look for the board and stuff when when the broker or the shipper can get the, you know, once you sign into this network, that's what we're doing. You get the load to you and you bet on it. You just say, hey, this is what I want. You don't have to look for the load. The load will come to you. So admit- what are you like? Are you like aggregating? Are you aggregating information from different load boards and putting it all in one, like almost like a uh, like an Expedia for loads? Uh, Exactly, but at the same time, where we're doing the brokerage stuff and going straight to the shipper, where you can uh, almost like take off the middleman from the shipper to the driver, and we do all the back end, uh, everything for you. You know, you, you just like if you want to even get paid by bitcoins, uh, a customer want to pay with bitcoins, that's what we're targeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now nah, there, there's there's tons of innovation. I mean, we're we're entering into a bra- a, a, a brave new world, man. And like I said, tr- trucking is still extremely antiquated. You know, there's people still doing things on paper. You know, still it's still faxes being sent. So, you know, it's extremely antiquated. There's plenty of room for innovation. 
All right, Jafir, thank you so much for coming up to the stage, brother, asking that question uh, and letting us know what you had going on. Very, very appreciative. And, uh, you know, feel free to utilize this platform anytime you want to uh, to survey other folks in the transportation and logistics uh, clubhouse. Um, Feel free to open up as many rooms as you like and and try to get more of a a target audience to get those answers. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much for coming up to the stage. so, yeah, at this point, Brother Rodmel, thank you again, brother. Um, if you need anything from me, just know that, you know, I- I'm always here to help. Um, so we're going to be closing out next week. I did want to say that I'm looking forward to next week's guest. Uh, we're going to have Sheree of She Trucking. Uh, you know, we always know she has a lot going on uh, using her platform. So I definitely want to highlight that young lady. Um, but at this point, Brother Rodmel, you have a blessed one, sir. Thank you again for your time today. Thank you so much for the love, man. Y'all know I love y'all. Everybody, make sure y'all go check out Truck and Hustle if you don't follow. And um, I appreciate this so much, man. Thank you so much for, you know, bearing with me tonight on, on, on this platform. I know I talk a lot. I know it was great, man. This is this is one of the the easiest interviews I've ever done. <laughs> Yo, I'm, 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 I try to make it easy for you, brother. That's my job. Make your life easy. You feel uh, yes, sir. I appreciate you. You have a blessed one. No doubt. You too. All, All right, y'all, y'all. Man, y'all be safe out there. All right, now. All right. Peace.